0: You, Vandello, and welcome once again to Graphically Novel. My name is Josh Wasta, A.K.A. Fallout Fiery, and with me, here we go again, as always. Oh no! Is the storm when I was dreading Professor X? Is the parents hidden inside my demon bear?
1: <laughs>
2: Yikes!
3: Ew! It's fair. That's
0: bad some, touch. Wow. That, bad touch. That's
3: some horrid, <laughs> imagery. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reference the comic on that and say that that introduction was like groat chips, real cheap, real bad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and with us, as always, the lovely and talented Baroness uh, Miss Jennifer Allen.
1: Thank you Bear. And it's always my, always, always my pleasure. Every time. Every time. Every time. To introduce our guest. And today I'm delighted to welcome Leah Cameron. Thank you for being our guest today. Hey. Yay. Hello everyone.
4: Longtime listener, first-time
1: caller. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yay. Possibly the once in future co-host. <laughs> uh if we ever get that <laughs> second project off the ground, if if rec conversations yes, has happened yes. by the time that you all are listening, that will be Miss Leah Cameron will be joining me for that yes. show in which, <laughs> we break down the most confusing and asinine of all comic book plots. Uh, so like Dark Phoenix? Dark Phoenix on there. Fuck you to the person that said New 52 because there's like a million comics
3: for New 52. I was sitting in video games, et cetera, the other day and was like just running in some old video games and stuff like that that I don't use anymore. And I was standing there by the counter waiting for the guy to like tally everything up. And I saw like New 52 number one with Superman on the cover sitting there. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if I should grab that. I wonder how much Josh would hate me if I grabbed that. Oh my God. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Those will be mostly <laughs>
0: comicsology and marvel.com that we're going to do that one. Uh, but speaking <laughs> of Dark Phoenix, today yeah. is <laughs> New Mutants Day. Yeah. Written, written by Chris Claremont, our friend. Yes. That did the Dark
3: Phoenix saga. And, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, before
0: we get into that, Leia, uh, you know the format, so you know that you were, this is the first time you've been a guest on our show. Uh, can you give us a little bit sure. of your background on comic books, comic book uh, properties, the whole nine yards? I know you got a lot to say
3: about Where so did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah.
4: So, yes, yeah, so I've been reading comics since I was old enough to read a book. Um, I used to, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough that I used to like walk down a dirt road to uh, buy my comic books for 25 cents. Uh, at the General Store in the little Wisconsin town where I uh, spent my summers. So uh, <laughs> that was always a big day for me whenever they got new stuff in. Um, I am uh, a big Marvel fan and have, have been for quite some time. Um, and uh, as, as Josh knows, a uh, big fan of, of Black Widow. And, and maybe one day um, I'll, I'll be privileged enough to come back and talk to you all about that as well. <laughs>
0: Maybe one day they'll actually release that movie.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That I would mean, be nice. I'll believe that that film exists after I like walk out of a theater having just seen Black Widow. Like Well, that's, that's
3: you what expect to be able to walk out exists. of a theater again? Yeah. <laughs> you expect to be I able to I think it's a walk gonna be that
4: one? long. Yes. Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> fair. Very fair. So what were
0: your big uh you know what were those 25 cent comics? Are we talking Marvel or are we talking like
2: Archie?
4: You know, it was a little bit of everything. I was a big Archie fan actually uh, growing up. Um huge huge Archie fan, but um I would also just pick up random issues of 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 X-Men for sure. Um, you know, Captain America, um god am like just pretty much whatever they happened to have. Um, you know, between DC and Marvel, I always liked Marvel more, but I I definitely did read some odd DC uh now and again while I was a kid. Um and And uh, yeah, like just pretty much anything I get my hands on, anything wasn't nailed
2: down.
0: (laughs) Cool. Well, uh, speaking of uh, movies and properties that people denied existed until they saw it, we're talking about New Mutants. (laughs) That was a movie that was on the shelf for after being done. For about
4: two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, it was in development hell for three years, um, which is is pretty remarkable um, in terms of development hell, and especially for like a finished project. Um, and I know that there were there were some reshoots, and then some they wanted to do more reshoots, and and the reshoots ended up not happening, and it just uh, it, it was it was chaos. It was absolute chaos. And and for so for, since 2017, I've been like, where where are my new mutants? Right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and here in 2020, they finally
0: arrived. So uh <laughs> here's the here's the question that I got for you then. Was it worth the wait? All right. Um, yeah, actually I felt like it was. I, I enjoyed it. Same.
2: I,
4: I
1: really enjoyed the movie. For, I uh, didn't expect to, but I did.
0: <laughs> for people who actually want to go and read the Demon Bear saga, by the way, um, because when I picked it up, what they call the Demon Bear saga is actually issues 13 through 31, um, which three issues of that or the demon bear saga.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: so uh, yeah, the rest is really not. Cause I read, I read the issues that we were covering just for, you know, To go coincide with the movie, and then I was like, let's go back to the beginning of this and see if there's some more backstory in here. And and it's really no. There's a little bit on how they get together, but they're all at Professor X's mansion as opposed to random hospital. Yeah, Yeah. random hospital.
0: Right. right. (laughs) Um, Well, the other the other thing is right before the Demon Bear Saga, there's an arc where they go to Limbo, which is the place that Magic Mm -hmm. in this grew up in. In the movie, it was some place that she kind of made said she made up. Um, which you know that could tie no, into it. Said That's fine. She
1: in the movie she said she hid there.
0: Right. But yeah. she also said that her and Lockheed made it up. Yeah. Right. Which they did not. Uh, no, they did not. <laughs> right. she, no, they definitely right. did not. That right. would
1: but that could be her interpretation of right. it, you know. Right.
0: But uh for anybody who actually just wants to read the demon bear saga,
2: don't be that guy. um
0: that would be issues <laughs> 17 through 19 of New Mutants. Um, and yes, there is a little bit of lead-in, there's some stuff that goes on, especially in Danny Moonstar's background. Um, but um, well before we get into into the comic side of it we we were kind of going a little bit with it but Lei, you said you liked it Jen you you said you were uh
3: you know pleased with it yeah bear would you think uh, I had heard a lot of people that had said oh this is awful don't bother with it and you know we watched it the other day what was it Tuesday Three or something like ago. that yeah Wednesday yeah. um and I was actually really surprised I I really enjoyed it, um, having not had any experience with it at all. I, I thought they did a pretty good job with it, and I appreciated the horror film as, aspect of yeah, it, too.
1: That's what yeah, I really yeah, liked right. about it. I liked that it was not like, this is an X-Men movie. This isn't, you know, yeah, it was exactly. not... exactly. It, it didn't was not follow the, the, Avengers. the same
2: format. It
0: wasn't,
1: yeah. it wasn't a superhero movie. It was a horror movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm going to guess uh, Leia and I are the only two that probably read the Demon Bear saga
2: before seeing the movie. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> uh, the thing that that impressed me about the New Mutants is from the first trailer where I'm like, oh, there's a gigantic demon bear. They're doing the demon bear saga. Um, <laughs> You know what the punchline will be. You know that at Ooh. the end you find out that Danny's powers are to bring out your greatest fear and that's the whole build of the horror aspect of it, which I thought was brilliant because they still did enough with the characters to, um, to make it feel like a horror movie and still have some surprises even though it's like going into a a noir movie and knowing who done it sure but as long as the noir movie is good Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. you don't even notice right like yeah great example is you know the maltese falcon have you ever seen it i actually have not seen yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. did you ever notice that they never actually say who the killer was in the original mystery yeah of the maltese falcon yep but you get done you don't care
1: right because you know that wasn't yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah, That that was what maybe got you there but that's not where it's right, ending right. is you never find out who done it but it doesn't matter right. um new mutants was like that I knew what the end was going to be and right. I knew but how they got there was amazing um
4: yeah yeah and the changes they made um in in terms of um especially uh, Dr. Reyes um um Reyes Reyes
0: Reyes yeah
4: uh, yeah uh I <laughs> um <laughs> but,
0: or if see. you can or if you could do it with Dr. Reyes
4: Oh, I can't roll my R's. That's all yeah, you, Josh. There
3: you go. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I can't either. My
4: my 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 stumpy American tongue was not built that way. Um, <laughs> but um but I like I like what they did with that character. Um in terms of, of kind of the, the reveal. Right. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting. And, and I was, I was actually, I was, I was shocked by that. I was like, wow. Okay. All right. Like they're, they're going that route. Yeah. Cool. For
0: me, the turnaround was the first time you saw Essex corporation. Oh yeah.
3: I saw that and I I instantly, my brain went, why does that name sound familiar? And I looked right at (laughs) you and I'm like, why does that name sound oh familiar?
2: that's <laughs> Mr. Sinister. Yeah. Well, right.
1: See, I had no clue. It shows up and Josh goes, <gasps> <laughs> and I'm like, well, that means something. <laughs> well, believe it
4: or not, I actually remembered it from Logan. That's where I made that connection. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
3: I, it, uh, it was I, in the
4: stinger for Logan. Yeah, yeah and was. I was
3: wondering, because those scenes, when they, when they flashed into uh, the doctor's head, when she got those images, I was like, this kind of looks like, this looks like the scene some of the scenes from Logan where you had the kids in the, mm-hmm. the hospital doing the training. Yeah, now that you say that, I yes. totally get it. So, and I, I actually oh. looked
4: it up and they did use those that exact scene from, from Logan or footage oh, from Oh, awesome. That was right. So you were yeah. 100% correct because that bugged <clears throat> me enough to, that I looked it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so the New Mutants movie was supposed to be originally linked to Logan after the success of Logan. And there were early plans to actually have it be after Logan mm-hmm. and have um, Weapon X, Laura, in it with the others.
3: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Um, but that got scrapped uh, as, as there were probably like a dozen different iterations of this. Um, but I agree with you, Leia. I like some of the changes that were made, but I also really like the things that they kept, mm-hmm. um, especially uh, Rain, Wolfsbane's background. Yes. It's, it's yes. just such a special, awesome background for a, a comic which, which X-Men at its very base is about bigotry and is about mm-hmm. intolerance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nobody personifies that like Rain does in the comics. She's always been one of my favorite, like, B-level X-Men that you'd don't really think about that often, um, mm-hmm. especially since she grew up Catholic, had mutant powers, tried to go to her priest to be like, "Oh my God, what do I do? What's my penance?" And he beat her half to death. Mm-hmm.
4: Right, right, yeah. The the, the touching on uh, religious abuse in in this movie was was pretty unique. Um, And I definitely felt like um, it's something that like needed attention. Um, And and it was interesting that this movie went there with that. Like I was, again, pleasantly surprised. I was like, wow, they kept that in. That's that's pretty cool. (laughs) Like it's not obviously religious abuse is not cool, but you know what I'm saying?
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) The the acknowledgement of it is pretty cool. They didn't shy away from it right
1: yeah, they right. didn't shy away from it they kept it there and and that was a main part of that character's backstory you know they didn't they didn't they didn't sugarcoat it they didn't try and change it right exactly
0: yep. now there was one glaring omission in the movie that was a, a part of the comics and that's kitty pride who yeah. um, so new mutants came up this season um and i didn't do this part uh we handpicked people who would do each episode Mm -hmm. um the three of us got together and said you know amongst our pool of friends oh my god this person would be great at this this person would be great at this and we've been going through saying why and i think jen and i at the same time chose leia for this (laughs) um because first of all huge marvel person huge x-men person um, you know, the only other person that I'm considering doing another comic book podcast with that will that will drain <laughs> the life out of me because it will be reading things that, by its very definition, are going to be difficult to read and parse <laughs> out. Yep. Uh, it also means that I'll have to fucking read the Clone Saga again from the '90s, and I'll have revisit- to read I'll
4: have to read Civil War again, and I I don't I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Civil no, War too.
2: Yeah. I don't think uh, I have no. Jen I don't and think I, I will rest just be. Civil War too. and I will oh.
3: just be sitting out on the porch drinking. Oh, <laughs> no
2: backyard.
3: Civil backyard. Civil, there Civil we go. War II Fire is pit.
0: great because take Civil War but make Tony the good guy and Carol Danvers the bad guy. I'm so tired, Josh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's been such a long time since I have slept. <laughs>
0: what, what have I done to you? <laughs> <laughs> um but I chose you also because um I hadn't seen the movie yet and I wasn't sure if they were going to have uh, a Kitty Pride character or you know Kitty Pride at all mm-hmm. um Surprisingly, they had Lockheed. Um, but uh, Kitty Pride as one of I want to say the it's the only one that I can think of the only Jewish character in the X Men.
4: Um, I mean, there's Magneto.
3: Well, okay, <laughs> yes, <laughs> very true. Stand very corrected there.
4: Uh. I didn't. It wasn't you know? I was just like, well, there's also yeah, yeah. I think you're right, and I don't think Ben Grimm counts. Was he a member of the X-Men technically at any no, point? I cannot recall. I don't no,
0: think so. No, no, because he's not a mutant. He's no. space space phrase
1: <laughs> well, and I feel like leaving Kitty Pride out was a was a conscious choice to remove any whisper of the X Men from this movie.
3: Also, I seriously, she, think they also talk she would about have broken X-Men. one of the plot points because then she would have just been able to walk oh. right out of the force fields that kept them there. Right. Also true. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But I feel like that they you know Lockheed oh. in the movie is not, as far as we know, a real dragon. It's her stuffed animal. Right. And. So so I think that they do a really excellent job of you know do these people actually have powers or are they just mentally disturbed yeah. and that was the horror aspect of it for me it wasn't that there was like oh the, all these things made real it's like well, by the time that happens you're like is that you know they're talking about the x-men but are there really x-men yeah. you know is this yeah. just you know that's what I loved about
2: it it and like, wasn't yeah go ahead
1: oh I'm sorry
4: uh <laughs> no it's just going to to say like for like I, I just want to take a minute to to um i want to talk about iliana um and what they did with her character um because i thought it was a really sensitive and thoughtful take on um kind of the coping mechanisms that abused children tend to have mm-hmm. except yes. she's a mutant so like she does have i mean she's she's clearly it's heavily implied but never outright stated that she's a victim of child sexual abuse right mm-hmm. and the um, the fantasy it, world that she sort of disassociates herself into to the point where it makes itself real that's classic I mean it's yeah. a classic symptom of, of somebody who's experienced child abuse right um and it's also
0: it's also why the the demons for lack of a better term the demons when they first show up have masks which is smiley faces like very blank stereotypical yep. smiley faces
4: yeah. yep. And once I put those things together, honestly, that was the most chilling part of the movie for me. Yeah. Like exactly that was that was so well done in 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 my opinion that I was really blown away by it. I was like, holy shit, this is this is this could have been its own movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, and that's that was my point when, you know, Josh, you said, Oh, well, she didn't make this place up. Well, but for this movie to have her say, I escaped to this place that I made up in my head, well, she bl- Firmly believes that she made this place up, even though she didn't. That she, her mutant ability, helped her get to that place.
3: To
0: literally, well, and and taking the source material out and taking the things that I know about New Mutants out. Mm Um, still could be like her mutant ability could have been to create limbo
4: and give herself
3: all of the abilities that she has in that 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 movie universe
4: yeah that was kind of what I was thinking in terms of like what her power was in the movie is that she was so deeply traumatized that she actually managed to manifest a whole other world where she had power she had armor she had a sword like again so profound for people who who are you know abused as kids like that's what that's what we all wanted to do that's what we all wanted to have right like we wanted to have this this kind of you know um, little world where we're safe you know where our stuffed animals are real and they protect us like that was huge like that was that part of the movie like I said I I can't under understate how impressively done that was Mm -hmm.
0: like I I mean, not taking that bent until you kind of brought it up. What I had was they kind of mixed some of Kitty into Ileana uh, in in the movie aspect. Because in this period, Kitty's a bitch. Yeah.
2: Like like one of the most famous
0: panels of Kitty turning around in her jacket and yelling, Professor Xavier's a jerk, like comes from (laughs) this Period. This saga. And in fact, the New Mutants, the whole thing is that Xavier, she was part of the X-Men. Xavier took her off of the X-Men and put her with mutants her own age because the New Mutants had started. And she had this complex about it because she had been a real X-Man.
1: He took her from Varsity and put her on the JV squad. squad Yes.
0: (laughs) Right. And, uh, and, and, I mean, Kitty's a bitch about it. Like, through... (laughs) Um, you mean
1: she's a teenager? Right. I mean and she
0: was she was a very accurately done teenager for the time. I mean, <laughs> but you have that in Ileana. Ileana in, in the comic is never, I mean, she's she she's the little sister that was lost, is pretty much mm-hmm. what Ileana was because yeah. she was raised right. in hell in limbo. But she's never out and out as mean as she is yeah. in the movie. She's she's not yeah. mean yeah. girls in it like she is yeah. in the right yeah, yeah. movies. Right. And that was actually kitty. Kitty was mean girls in it. So oh, okay. I did enjoy that. I can and, see and, that then. But also to mix that in, looking at it retroactively, the kids that are abused, one of the paths that they can easily take is to become the abusers, to become right. the, the bully. Torture. The bully. Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: Um and and
4: and and, and, and like I, I saw Like there were some parts where I didn't necessarily agree with some of the lines that they had her, like the, the, the kind of unrelenting, like unrelenting uh, racism was kind of, kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But I absolutely agree with the fact that yes, she would be like lashing out and, and, uh, you know, um, and be, you know, kind of a bully to, to other people um, just for a semblance of control, because again, you know, she's so heavily traumatized. So, I mean, you know, we didn't, we didn't need to include the racist parts to get that across, Um, Right. Um, but I, I get where the character's coming from. I guess I'll put it that way.
0: Including those parts, though, I also had that down. I, I agree that especially her being so anti-Native American to Danny. Yeah, that
4: was weird. <laughs> but it
0: it does give Danny that chance to turn around to do the, I'm not afraid of you.
4: Right. Yeah, to right, basically exactly.
0: be like, yeah, that was that was actually a good one. It was much better than Pocahontas. Like basically going back to all of the insults that she had and, and basically making fun of her creativity for resorting to racism right. Right. was actually not, not being able good. to
3: insult her in any better way than just going wow. back to the color of her skin.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly.
1: You know, well, and-, and that was something that shocked me in the comic. I'm just going to say, I'm not going to make a spoiler. <laughs> no, a, we're going to talk about it because we have to. <laughs> that, towards the end of the uh, Demon Bear saga, where I think it's I know like, exactly oh, what you're talking about. they are red in
3: Oh, no, yeah. I wrote, I, <laughs> I was like, specifically noted that in my notes. I looked
4: at that. What? I stared at oh that God. panel for a full 30 seconds because I was like, was this I was written like, in wow. 1942? I Actually, mean, no, on. it was
3: written in 1983. Right. And they literally <laughs> talked about like the casual racism is right There, it's yep. like they're still red Indians. Yep. I'm like,
4: and then, but then, I, like, the thing of it is, is not only that, then they're just like, oh well, sucks to be them, and we never hear from them again, right?
2: right? Exactly. Except
0: <laughs> you do, they show up throughout Marvel Comics moving forward. Um, Officer Corzy and Nurse Freelander, um, they keep showing up as the white people who were turned into Indians,
1: red Indians, Native
0: Americans, well. <laughs> In this period in comics, they never, they don't say red Indians anymore, which is they, great.
4: Guh. But when they... they reappear, do they are they still Native American or yes? Are they just... Oh, they're yeah. Native
0: American forever. Oh,
4: down that's... to the
1: war paint.
2: Yeah, it's oh, so no. appar- terrible. Apparently, oh, never no, goes that's, away.
1: That's that's
4: that's so much worse.
1: It's that's so war worse. paint. They, when they come back, they come back as as Native American. They both have long hair. He has war paint and she is wearing basically like a, you know, deer hide bikini. Oh,
4: my God. I don't remember yeah. this at all. But yeah. that's that. I mean, to be fair, this like you said, this came out in 1983. So I was three years old. Um.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, try I, I was my brain six through- <laughs> and I, I don't know if I'd have read this when I was six. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, just going if you want to Wikipedia it. Uh, it's, it's, and in fact, what I will say is there is, as I, as I tend to do, I will point our listeners to another podcast if they want to go deeper. There's a <laughs> great X-Men podcast called Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. Oh, and right. they go from the very beginning through as far as they are now. I I do them in spurts. So I will sit there and listen to them for like a month and catch up. And then uh but they do the demon bear saga and they will bring this pair up whenever they show up in any other X-Men comics, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and be like, <laughs> and these people showed up, and just to remind you, they used to be white people. This is literally <laughs> cultural appropriation down to the DNA, right? right. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> because when I... they
0: show up later, they've embraced their Native American. <laughs>
4: <That> <laughs> and like, culture. I just don't know how to feel about that. There's a lot yeah. to unpack in that, and I personally don't feel qualified to do it, even even as an anthropologist. If I was um, if, if I was a a Native I'm American, not touch that.
0: <laughs> if I was a Native American, I'd just stare at this panel like like people stare at Jews for Jesus, right? <laughs> <laughs> just be like. You're what now? Or who is who is the lady that decided she she was black?
4: Oh, oh yeah. Richard Dolezal. Yeah. There
0: you go. Yeah.
4: And I think she has a different name now, but I shan't be using it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, the it's very uncomfortable. And it is. it
2: is. You know,
0: we talk when we get to later comics, we generally, uh, earlier comics, older comics, we generally talk about things that we run into that are very, very not of their time or like weren't even really appropriate then, but they're super not appropriate now. Right. Yeah. And that's one of them. And that is definitely one of them.
1: Well, yeah, that's. I I was, I read it and I was just like, come on now. Was that really (laughs) necessary? I mean, what? It's not a novel. I can see the picture. I can (laughs) see they're not the same people. Did you have to go there? I mean, come on. And it just, it's,
4: yeah, I was like, even if you like, even if this is, you know, a product of its time or whatever, I was like, were people really saying that in in, like the early 80s? Because I don't remember that. At all? Uh,
2: no, no,
3: I can I don't, tell you no. I, I grew up in an area where there were still reservations around, and no, people weren't yeah, saying I mean, that.
1: You know, that's uh,
4: they were saying
3: worse things. They were saying much worse <laughs> things, but they weren't so that was not a phrase okay. that I ever heard used.
1: When right. I like I mean, when I was in high school, you know, talking about inappropriate mascots. For high schools, my high school, we were the Red Raiders. Oh.
3: Well, our high school was the Redmen.
1: We were the oh. Red Raiders. And um, <laughs> I went to that school for less than three years. And I first tried to get them to stop calling the women's teams, the girls' teams, the Raiderettes. E. Cack, cack. Raiderette for life. Exactly.
2: Um, And
1: that kind of got some footing. It became the, you know, the girls and boys teams rather than Raiderettes. And then I'm like, okay, can we talk about the Red Raiderette part now? (laughs) Or Red Raider part now? (laughs) And they were just like, weren't you just here? You got what you wanted, now leave. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll... I left, and I never
2: went back. Now, in my <laughs> high
3: school, we were, uh, I'm told, I, I haven't actually done the the history study myself, but I'm told by teachers that had been there for a while, that originally when the school was founded, it was the Sistan Redmen, and it was literally the men who wore red. And it was not, Ooh. it wasn't any kind of cultural appropriation at the time. It was just that their uniforms were always red, and so they were the Sistan oh, no. Redmen. The, the, and then the over time... mascot
1: image was an Indian in my, at my school. Yeah,
3: yeah well, yeah, and over time, I don't know what ours are. Originally was um, when when it was that but over time it morphed to yes we had the native american head um and it was it was very specific and it turned into like all the homecoming rituals that we did all were native american themed um interesting but there was a lot of that i think that they actually had done with the, the local uh lakota Sioux tribe um because i mean they would have they would have native american drum circles come in and do See, you know that like traditional rituals and stuff like cringy. that
1: that seems so much less cringy there were no there were no native american tribes anywhere near
2: because
1: this was See? southeastern iowa no i mean i was lucky my high school mascot
4: was the trojans our 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 chant at games was wrap it up
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i'll be here in all your, week Half the boys in your high school <laughs> didn't know how to do that uh, <laughs> Shout out to all the other guys that put it on inside out the first time they tried. Uh, why is this so hard to unwrap? Uh, but uh, uh, more one. Closer to home, uh, in Marion, um, they've just dropped Indians off of their their school mascot. They haven't chosen a new one yet. Um, you know, obviously the my father's team, the Washington football team, is now just the Washington football team.
4: Mm-hmm. It's the Washington right. footballers, if you will.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> People in in Europe are going. What? No. no. <laughs> That's not real football. They, right. should have, they
1: should have just pivoted to what the mascot was. So instead of being a Native American, they could be like a redskin potato.
2: Right. Mm, <laughs> potatoes.
0: I don't even watch the hey, football, we, but I would. We have a them. friend that we can recommend for that. <laughs> the great potato, who is Native American, he is. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of another good point. While we're on this subject, there is such a difference between like. I, I, okay, a good example is is Justin Stacy was on our Hellstrom episode. Mm-hmm. Justin Stacy is, is ably challenged. He, he walks with a cane. He cannot run. Um, and he is the person that on my Facebook post when I say something like I'm going to run out and get something, he'll just drop a comment. Like, what's that like? Uh, <laughs> I mean, and, and like, he'll, mock me for being Puerto Rican, I will use ableist things on him and we all have that those friends and those relationships yes. where that's, that's okay. We have gone on riff vests in my living room with you, Leia. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. But there's a difference between that with people who have all consented to that humor amongst each other and putting in a fucking comic right? book. <laughs> right. It's nationally publishing exactly. it.
3: Right. No,
4: that wasn't even I mean, This is a perfectly respectful yeah. term. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Right, because we're 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 concerned that our readers will confuse.
0: Right. Well, as as we were watching the New Mutants in Bear's living room, at one point Danny's outside in the snow, and Bears like, "Somebody, can you just get her a blanket?" And I'm like,
3: "Poor taste, dude." And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that's right. White people can't give Native Americans blankets anymore."
1: (laughs) Well, she probably has immunity now. So
3: yeah, probably. I I would hope hope so. Mutant powers hopefully give you you know, immune. Let's choose disease. an anti-vaxer, and then the cold yeah. can
0: kill. Uh, <laughs> could mutant your way out of that? Could you? <laughs> but I mean, it's and there are X-Men comics that that delve into that, and and actually there are later X-Men comics where people bring up these two poor people, and they're like, "Uh, who? Nobody, nobody." Craig Collar, Craig Collar. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, I but can't
4: do, hear okay. you going through a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Is it ever resolved? Are they ever, like... They're
0: Native American until I believe they they die or are written off somehow, like, 15 years later. Oh like, they God, show God. up well through the 1990s. That's
2: in- so wild. So,
1: I have a question. That's if odd. they get killed off, do they revert back to their original... Like a scrum. Yeah, like their original... <laughs> who they were
0: uh, i don't i don't know i i i don't have the the racist comic book writer's bible in front of me i'd have to call chris claremont
2: oh no
1: now can we, we? Some, we're adults well, can not we not drunk as, down chris claremont let's not do it as a, as a dictionary let's do it as like an a set of encyclopedias
0: that's true yes <laughs> there's no such thing as drunk dialing anymore now it's drunk tweeting you just at them <laughs> i am not giving you the password to the graphically novel
2: Twitter <laughs> that's,
0: that's
3: probably the best for everybody involved you already have oh. our facebook <laughs> <laughs> okay so
0: new mutants going back to i mean there's yeah there's there's only really so much you can you can talk about i mean there's there's also if we want to talk about the, the southern stereotypes we have sam guffey um, who once you get into his background in the comics they didn't really get into it they really focused Focused more on his. I'm from Kentucky, but he comes from a large Irish family of which there are like a dozen Guthrie children. <laughs> and they are other characters throughout kind of the New Mutants and X-Men runs. Um, But I think the big takeaways for me, because like Roberto, who um, they do some stuff with him later, but even in the movie, he's just kind of there. He's just he's kind
1: of the, the side He's character. the housekeeper. Yes.
3: Because yeah. if you notice yeah.
1: every time you see him...
0: He's
3: like, doing dishes. He's doing dishes. Yeah. <laughs> And they, they, I'm actually think that's kind of cool though because they took they took the male the richest yeah male. the richest male character yeah. and and made him a uh, just, his just, just yeah. also speaking
0: speaking from the, the Latin X the, part of yeah, it he's the, still the
3: only Brazilian in the house so he's <laughs> the, he's the South Southern American or South American you know housekeeper.
4: I got the impression from the movie and maybe I mean you you guys can can uh, let me know if you agree with me or not but I got the impression that he actually enjoyed doing it. And that's why he was doing it. Cause he was yeah. always like dancing and hustling and like having yeah. a good time while he was uh, like doing the dishes. And I was like, maybe some, you know, maybe some people, not me, but maybe some people enjoy doing dishes. And that's just, you know, that's just his jam. Like he's, you know, or that's his assigned chore or something. And he just takes pleasure from it. Um, Like every- I didn't necessarily interpret that as being kind of subtly racist. I just was like, he seemed to, he seemed to be having a nice time, I guess. <laughs>
0: Every household needs an Agador Spartacus. (laughs) I do not wear shoes, for they make me fall down. I would
1: happily make space in my home for him.
0: I am your Agador (laughs) Spartacus.
1: No, you're not. You chose
0: poorly. No, you're not. Um but yeah so any other points specifically for the movie as we've we've kind of explained a lot of the comic the, the thing to remember is the new mutants was also the third offshoot of the X-Men so You had the original X-Men run shortly after the, or actually shortly before the Dark Phoenix saga, they split off into X-Force and Mm. X-Force was the original five X-Men because they had so many. No, we all know that X-Force was started by Deadpool. Well, it was was mastered. It was mastered by Deadpool. Um, But New Mutants was the third run because intelligently at one point Claremont looked at it and said, okay, well, we started this in the sixties, you know, and the kids that were following Scott and Jean and Bobby and Hank, uh, and Warren I guess uh, <laughs> when they were young no longer have anybody to identify with that's why we've had Kitty in comics and Kitty was hugely popular so then they they started them New Mutants um, did you I guess I, I asked a, a version of this question to Jen yesterday because I started playing the uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man and I said do you feel more of an affinity or, or a connection with Miles Morales or with Peter Parker and like zero hesitation you're like Miles Morales like,
1: well yeah Mm-hmm. Why? And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I feel like as a person who was not into superhero comics or superheroes in general growing up, I feel like there's less history there and there's less, you know, like there are many times when I, I am watching something or doing something and I'm like, why is that? Who is that? What's going on? I have no idea because I don't have that history.
0: See our episode on Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: in which they just face fuck you with like forty different characters.
1: Oh <laughs> it's, it's so bad. I'm like, who, who is, who are all these people, and, and the why only, are they in my living room?
3: And the only, the only one you took away was Nova because you hated him.
1: Oh
3: my god. <laughs> well, that, seriously, that whole comic book was like getting an acupuncture in your face.
1: Right. <laughs> well, also another episode not this one the next one we're going to do Captain
3: Marvel yep
1: Chode shows up again
3: Chode I'm oh like what? Come on I, Seriously I read that note. I'm looking at this I'm like is his name seriously Chode?
1: I know that's what I said to Josh not this time but the first time I saw it and he's like no that's Chode and I'm like honey that's Chode, that's Chode.
4: His name is just Chode That's,
0: that's the old uh, old uh, Dennis Leary joke Your name is not Sade It's Sade Sade <laughs> uh, but I guess the questions, and I'll start with Lay on this because uh, I'm. Have you read the Dark Phoenix saga? You know
4: I have, um, but it oh, was quite some sorry. time ago, so my my recall is not awesome. But yes, I have.
0: Did you identify more with the New Mutants, or did you identify more with like the X Men, like in that period, like mm-hmm. looking at it? Uh, yeah, late seventies, early eighties.
4: Yeah. So, well, because I was I was young, so I I would probably say that I identified a little bit more with uh, with the New Mutants um, than with the the older X Men because I was just closer in age to them. So I was like, cool, like, I want to be, you know, a teenager who walks through walls and tells Professor Xavier he's a jerk. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Jen, now that we've read both uh, Dark Phoenix Saga and New Mutants, did you find one more enjoyable? I mean, it's the same author for both,
1: right? Um, as far as the comics go, I I think I liked the New Mutants just because it was there were new characters to me. I, I find that more interesting. Um, but I was a fan of the 90s animated series and the Dark Phoenix saga within the animated series was fantastic. It was like, this is the gene I want.
0: Oh, where she she says, oh, Scott, and faints every time she's on screen.
1: No, where she's like, when she's the Dark Phoenix, and she's like, "I I will fucking burn you all alive. I don't give no fuck. (laughs) <laughs> that's the gene i want big mood yeah. <laughs> the kids say.
0: there is someone who very very vocally hated the dark phoenix saga <laughs>
3: I, I got into this I was reading this and I was just like this and, I, and it didn't even occur to me actually until we sat down in the episode and you were like it's Claremont he, he also wrote Dark Phoenix I'm like oh that's why that's why I was not happy with this <laughs>
2: <laughs> well
3: and
4: um, I think too, like for this like I, when I was reading it I was like okay the, the concept is really good it's a really good concept it's really novel and I really really like it like uh, you know Danny's superpower is really unique mm-hmm. like yeah. you could have gone a lot of really cool places with this and I actually felt like the movie did a better job of portraying it than the comic
2: <laughs> I, agree. I agree absolutely <laughs> I agree
0: so the other thing uh is that when I picked up uh these books when I went out to uh to limited edition because they were having a sale uh I saw Demon Bear Saga and I was like great I didn't even notice it was Marvel puts out for these things specifically like epic collections which are more than a normal graphic novel usually has and i i found this and i was like oh this is probably more than i need and they had a much smaller book that just had the demon bear saga but this one specifically uh for jen has new mutants number 26 which is just named legion which is the <laughs> first appearance of of your favorite uh, person in all of marvel
2: <laughs>
1: and Yes, I love him so much, but <laughs> I, I love the series. Right, I'm not sure that the graphic novel version is really where his I hair is a superpower. <laughs> I I
3: personally loved the the graphic novel for Legion. I love both of them, the the series and the graphic it. novel.
1: I prefer the series.
3: I think the uh, the thing that I liked most about the series was they kind of divested it from the rest of the yes. franchise.
1: Do you notice a trend? Yeah. Well, we started right, that you really. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) We still
0: haven't watched season three. Of Legion, I know, and apparently that's when they introduced their version of Charles Xavier. Right, is in the third season. Right. Mm.
4: Well, I thought. Oh we yeah, saw... I think I don't think I've seen that season either. Come to think of it, I know I watched the first two, and I yeah, I don't think I watched the third. I'll have to catch up.
1: Maybe it's just reference, but I thought that we saw like there,
4: right there's before, one point in time yeah. where they're
3: talking about, and he's drawing everything out on the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. It basically covers right, right, um, and at
0: one point all you see is like a wheelchair wheel with the X on it, right? Because that was uh, Shadow King. because yes. Shadow King when they're in legion he has already been a villain to charles xavier and now he's going to his son but anyway uh (laughs) anything else on new mutants that anyone wants to discuss before our Um, final
2: question
4: the the only other thing that i want to add in if i haven't already is that um out of the the entirety of the movie i think probably the scariest visuals came from the smiling men Mm -hmm. um and though that was i mean you you know me but but for the listeners who don't i am a massive horror fan that is the My my primary form of media consumption, I think, next to like comic book stuff. Um, and it takes a lot to like scare me or creep me out, especially just with visuals that actually did it. That did it. Mm -hmm. That was very, very terrifying. Um, so that was very well done in my opinion, which,
0: and it was great because it was PG 13 scary. Yeah. It's just an image of something that is not right.
4: Yep. Exactly. And it wasn't overutilized and, you know, to the point where you kind of got desensitized to seeing them, but when they showed up, they showed up for exactly long enough to be, Really scary without being in your face all the time.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Without being like zombie scary. Like right. Like right. Where you get desensitized. Yeah. Well, and I've been doing a lot of of horror
0: movies. Recently, just because I found that I have a liking for them, that I've moved from uh, normally horror comedy was my jam, but now I'm mm-hmm. like delving more into actual horror. And we've watched a few, and yeah, there are some that overdo it. Um, the first one that comes to my mind, which I know a lot of people like, but is Hereditary. Um Hereditary is gr- a great horror movie for about three quarters of it.
1: I have to agree with you
4: there. And
0: then the last quarter, I'm just like, uh oh, oh, oh.
1: Yep. And and I know that people are going to yell at me, but as as much. My- much as I was disappointed and hereditary,
0: Midsummer sucked
1: my ass.
3: I yes. <laughs> I, I there was so many points during that movie where I was just like, I, I'm I, not I, scared. I love you guys and and I want to, but if you guys are going to keep watching this, I'm going to leave. Yeah, it was
1: just so.
4: <laughs> and see, I saw it in the theater and it was the extended director's cut version that oh. was like the special release. So it was even longer than the original one. Oh. I did not think it was a bad movie, but I would not say that it is my favorite horror property. Like I was, I watched it and I was like, that was okay. I've just watched a film and that yeah, was right. pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like it did, it did not blow my mind the way that I was expecting it to because everybody's like, this is the scariest movie that's ever I been. Know- no. Oh. I was and I,
1: expecting it to be so much more than it was, and it just wasn't.
4: Yeah, and it's entirely possible, too, that it just wasn't my... I look for very, very specific things, I think, in, in the horror, especially um, yeah. in, in, in the horror genre that, that scare me in particular, mm-hmm. and um, cults aren't one of them.
0: Right. Yeah, for me, it's always scare my mind. Yes. Don't, yeah, don't scare my horror. eyes, scare my mind, which is why, yeah. like, two of my favorite horror movies... Well, In the Mouth of Madness has always been, like, right at the top of my list. John Carpenter at his best doing Cthulhu mythos, but he scares you in ways that aren't big monsters popping out. He scares you because a guy wakes up and everything around him is blue. You know, in, in you right, know, right. the way that it, it is built. It's the that, psychological
4: horror aspect. For right, sure. right, yes.
0: right. Or on the other end, like Cabin in the Woods, I liked that because it took, like, you can it watch Cabin in every the Woods.
3: single horror genre yes, yes. and lumped it into one. You watch
0: any horror movie after you watch Cabin in the Woods, and it could be part of Cabin in the Woods. It could be yeah. part of the <laughs> Cabin in the Woods universe, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, mean, those, yeah, those kind of things that make me think and make me reevaluate, that's scary to me. Like, like yeah. Event Horizon. Event Horizon's a great yeah. example. You know, if I have to reevaluate things that I know are true or things that I know are the Rules,
3: you know it's plus it's, Sam Sam Neil, right? Yes, Sam mm-hmm. Neil. Because we had this conversation yes. another episode, how I kept confusing Sam Neil and Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sam Elliott, very different. Sam Neil, yeah. Sam
1: Neill is a uh, okay guy. Sam Elliott is a cowboy. You ne- need to leave me alone now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. I'll
2: be in my bunk. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I mean to circle back and this is totally maybe we should take it offline but Hereditary was so good because you couldn't tell if there were really supernatural things happening or if it was just this woman her you know whatever her mental illness was Mm
0: -hmm. and that said I need to go back and watch more of Evil um, which was the show that's on NBC that was done with um, Mike Coulter the guy that played Luke Cage Um, because we got to the end of that and it's very similar to Hellstrom where they're investigating demonic possessions and things and the first episode ends and you are unsure if it was actually demonic possession or if it's just a psychological thing and apparently from what I understand that's the show yeah is they're constantly showing you these examples where you're choosing your own choose
1: your own adventure.
4: way to
0: take it <laughs> that you know, is great
4: there's a there's a comic uh there's a there's a graphic novel I just started reading I'm only two trades in and you can totally edit this out later uh, nope. but if you like that kind <laughs> of stuff um it's called Gideon Falls have you read it yet I have mm-hmm. not
0: I haven't even heard okay of
4: it. So um, it's, it's actually already been, uh, it's been optioned for FX. So they are, they're turning it into a show. Like they've already got cast and everything like that. They obviously haven't started filming it because, Yay, you know.
2: episode for later um, on. Yeah. <laughs> Future episode. Um,
4: but it is very much in that vein of you, you're not sure if it's the person, like one of the, the main characters, if it's like a psychosis that they're having or if this, this supernatural stuff is actually happening. But it centers around a small town and an urban legend of what they call the Black Barn which sometimes appears and disappears and it takes people hmm. but where does it take them and that's kind of where it goes and the panel work is outstanding like this hmm. the story is really compelling i can't recommend it enough i'm only two trades in and it's one of the very few comic books i think i've ever read where i was actually saying like oh wow and oh my god out loud oh, awesome
0: um, great recommendation. So,
4: <laughs> so check it out if you get a chance and then if they eventually do the show i'd be happy to return uh absolutely <laughs> that because i'm sure yeah. I'll, i will have hopefully because it's FX. Oh, and James Wan is the one who's directing it.
0: And I, and I think actually the other one that I want to have you back for uh, because we're not doing it this season and obviously it hasn't come out quite yet by the time this is airs we- it will is WandaVision.
4: Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Really I know. Crazy. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. The day, the day that Jen goes in for surgery, WandaVision comes out. Oh, yeah.
1: The 15th? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, mm-hmm. that gives me something to do. Right. So <laughs> we'll be stuck
0: in a recliner for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the last question. Uh, All right. Leia, I'm not sure how much of New Mutants you have read, but reading it again now, has it encouraged you to read more?
4: You know, I think I'd like to see more of, uh, I'd like to reread more of the modern day stuff. Um, sometimes, especially now that I'm older, I find that I, <laughs> I kind of struggle with stuff that was written when I was a kid um, for some of the reasons we previously discussed uh, and and just because sometimes like the, the thing that kept distracting me upon this reread was um, I didn't like the artwork
2: yeah <laughs> and,
4: and and I was like not re- it looked too cartoony for me almost yeah. um and I realized that that's like just how it was back in the day like but I guess I never realized that when I was a kid it wasn't until now um that you know that I'm used to a certain style of of artwork or panel work and and whatnot and and I go back and I look at that and it looks like something that's in a comic strip <laughs> you know Yeah.
2: <laughs> right um,
4: and I think that um. I think that the uh, the topics and stuff that they cover and the, the plot lines that they have are, are a little bit more sophisticated which I'm which I'm more interested in in reading. Um but yeah, like I, I think I mean both are good. The original source material is always good. And like I said, you know, they the, the idea was really unique and compelling. Um but yeah, I'd, I'd love to see more modern day stuff and I might have to actually go and seek it
0: out now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know that I'll keep reading this.
4: Were there uh,
0: any characters? specifically that you're like if there's a book with them maybe I'll pick it up just to see where their story goes uh
1: no No. okay no not really (laughs) I would like to point out especially since Leia brought up the artwork I found it interesting and no spoilers try to do no spoilers it is the demon bear saga when the demon bear manifests his their world the artwork is and I have to go back and look If it's not Ralph Steadman, it is a a patent ripoff of Ralph Steadman's work. And if you don't know who Ralph Steadman is, all of the artwork, think of all of Hunter S. Thompson, like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, that kind of like splattery graffiti like writing um that's Ralph Stedman yeah that yeah this, I think that I think
4: I know Bill Sinkowitz did the original art but I don't yep. know about I know what you're talking about Jen I know exactly I can picture it in my head yep. the page and I don't know if that's Sinkowitz or if it's somebody different
0: It is it's Sinkowitz Okay yeah I'm looking at it now it's where it's the the bear is there Holding up and then the bubble of reality. Well, but the, is above the it.
1: title of this Badlands, issue, yeah. Badlands, that font, that's Ralph Steadman's font, where it's like it looks like it's been drawn with like a shitty brush and there's splatters <laughs> everywhere.
4: Yeah. yeah. And I noticed that too, Jen. You're not, you're not alone. I did notice that when I was looking at it again. I was like, that's that's why I was like, I'm not sure if it's the same artist or not, because it looks so different than anything that had come on the pages before it. Mm-hmm.
3: Bear. I could not bring myself to read more. I mean, I, I tried when I was uh, before the episode to read a little bit of the the backstory just to kind of see how they put everything together um, with the New Mutants and it, it, it just hurt. I, I still have issues with the, um, the massive amount of thought bubbles that are just explaining every conceivable emotion or right. side thought that's going through yes. a character's head. Instead of
0: depending on the art to convey it. Yes. yes.
4: Right, right. And maybe, um, no, I agree with you, Bear. I, I do, because I didn't, until you mentioned it, I didn't I didn't consider it, but you're I, I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and that's, that's just, I'm pretty sure that's just a Claremont thing because uh, Dark Phoenix Saga was just rife with that. Yeah. It was every every page every other panel. Let
1: me explain this expository thought <laughs> bubbles. Yeah. Let me explain this. Yeah, to you.
3: let me let me explain this to you. Let me explain something that happened the last issue. And I get that at this point in time, almost everything was you were only getting a monthly right. comic that came out. But but still, you would think that I mean they're they're explaining stuff down to the point of listen, I could pick up any trade right. at right. any point during the this run and just know everything previously that happened because it's going to happen. Right. Right. Well, the yeah. other yeah. thing yeah. you I need to
0: remember is that in this period, graphic
3: novels did not exist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That it was that, just an issue. Yeah, yeah you yeah. were getting yeah. a monthly subscription yeah. or something. So
1: in my head, I just had that the inker versus comic writer argument from Chasing Amy. Tracers. <laughs> yeah, tracers. <laughs> You're a tracer. I'm an inker. <laughs> that's a difference.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I just... Uh, I I don't know that I could read more of it. What I really hope for is um, even though I, I doubt it's going to happen is another movie or a series because I, I love, you know, the movie was really good. Um, Personally, I really enjoyed Maisie Williams in there. Yes. Um, as rain, um, I wish she could play more of that. Um, yeah,
4: she did an excellent job. She did. Yeah,
3: I I couldn't help but, and I know I brought it up to you at one point while we were watching the movie. Um, that um, Illyana's powers, I was just like, is that supposed to be a Witchblade reference? And you just shook your head, and I'm just like, and then it happened again, and I'm like, how is this not a Witchblade ripoff? And you're like, because it came first. Because it came first. <laughs> <laughs> then I did my, yeah. then I did my, uh, all my research, and I was like, oh yeah, no, this came out about 12 years before Witchblade became a thing. Right. Um, but I can't imagine that it wasn't the inspiration for it. We're going to do Ileana, but we're going to do it better? Yeah, pretty much. See, and again, I'll get
0: I'll get hate mail, but I didn't get into Witchblade at all. What I got into was the Darkness, which is you know was always set up to be the enemy of the Witchblade Mm. and this whole thing. But that's how I got into that whole area. And maybe one day it's on our list. The old
3: Witchblade did have a series. It did. That's
1: uh, my only experience with it. it It It's a TV series. Yeah, made for TV
3: movie that just uh, they take took straight into a series that lasted two years. Three? Three seasons, yeah. I think. Three seasons over the, two, over
0: two the, years. The yeah, the only thing you was... need to know about Witchblade and that whole universe, Top Cow in general, is
3: big tits, big pecs. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: no one is close. Well, it was the 90s. It was yeah. the late 90s. Oh, you mean the graphic. The comic. comic. The yeah, combat. the whole. Because I'm like, no, yeah. that's not yeah. TV series. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ev-
2: yeah.
3: Everyone is barely closed. It was the late 90s through the early 2000s, so yeah. it was all bikinis. Oh, and, God. And, and somehow yeah. we got
0: through all of that, and Leia may be the only one that understands this reference. Somehow we got through all of that without anyone making evil Ernie into a fucking... <laughs> tv cartoon something and evil ernie's <laughs> fucking horrible imagine the insane clown posse is a fucking comic book which also yeah. happened but evil ernie like oh uh, god i blocked that. that out that would be <laughs> you're welcome welcome back
4: uh, oh no <laughs> oh no juggalo
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it goes right who's going chicken hunting Wees going chicken hunting uh, yeah
4: no, no, I, it goes I, I, right in there
2: with uh, they, are,
4: they are comrades in the fight against fascism. I have no, I have no ill things to say about juggalos.
0: That's true. <laughs> Word. Yeah, juggalos and K-pop fans. Yeah, right, yep. tend to be on the front lines of fucking racism. <laughs> this, like.
4: yeah. this, this, this timeline is so weird, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's almost as, I, as if Claremont was writing it
3: I, I'm okay with it, that's, that's fine
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I thought the weirdest thing that was like, you know, comic book related was that somebody read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and said give that man a kid's show right. <laughs> and then he made Invader Zim and everyone fucking loved it <laughs>
4: Except for Nickelodeon, who was who was like, Who are you? How did you get in our house?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then that Netflix, Netflix two decades later is like, It's okay, baby. Come on, we'll give you a special. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like, hey adults, remember this. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, I'm I easy, cupcakes. <laughs> On, on my side, when it comes to the New Mutants, um, I think I agree um, with what everybody else has said, especially art style and writing style. I think I think the furthest I can go back is Layfield. And Layfield's still pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nothing but pouches, pecs, and <laughs> tiny ankles. Captain like, the America's
2: 12-pack. <laughs> yes.
0: The man literally could not draw feet. It's it's a well documented <laughs> fact. <laughs> um,
1: Put them all in boots.
0: But that goes back to like, yeah, that goes back to like Deadpool in that era. So '90s, I think, is as far back as I can reliably go, especially with art style, with a uh, house art styles. Because right. as you're looking at this, yeah, you're right with with uh, Sinkowitz and uh, Bushema. They're both writing the same style
2: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: because Marvel had thou shalt use house style until yeah. about the '90s and then you start and for better or for worse even when I see an artist that I'm not a fan of like I can't remember the artist but he draws everything very like elongated lines he did Spider-Man for a long time but people liked him and I was like I I can't get behind it but at least it's different at least not everything coming out all has to be that same style right right exactly and And, and, like
4: some of my favorite artists have very unconventional styles or or very distinctive styles where you know you look at that and there's no question that
0: it's them right well that's 90s you look at 90s and you're looking at McFarlane. uh mcfarland right. hit the scene and he started to do things with spider-man that is iconic for spider-man today for better or for worse some things like having webs under his armpits for no reason <laughs> like not something that's iconic but then you just look at i mean even today even with like he's the, a sugar glider he's, he's not a sugar glider <laughs> 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 he'll keep you up at night uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a great pickup line. I'm oh, like a sugar glass. Oh, no, no. No, no, no,
2: no. Continue that's your it. thought. You uh,
3: uh, said so you haven't been in the dating world in a while. That is not I a
2: good pickup line. <laughs> You've never had a good pickup line, honey. That's true. <laughs> it's very
0: true. Uh, I'm just, I rely on my natural charm and wit. So anyways, that's been our episode. <laughs> Leia, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Anytime. And, ho- and hopefully everyone gets to hear your lovely voice again when we actually get our shit together and uh, make rec- conversations a thing.
4: Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, even even still, uh, if that happens uh, either before or after the, the one day in the very distant, cold, bitter future where I finally get my Black Widow movie, uh, either way.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. WandaVision and Black Widow. I've got them, yep. I've got them pinned for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode of Graphically Novel. Tune in next time, which for you will be a week and for us will be an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as, as we have Meredith uh Gerber here for Captain Marvel. Yay! And until Woo. then, take it away, Vandella. <laughs>
5: But the same old trouble villains always knocking at the door. Pretty pictures on the page. But nothing ever stays the same. seen before right or wrong oh can't we all just get along my mask is no different than yours pretty pictures on the screen but nothing's ever